Welcome back to the Noble Corps podcast. This is one of your hosts, Grunt. And John the Chief. All right, and today we are back, episode 11. And today is the day that we finally talk about Doom Eternal spoilers. So that is your spoiler warning. Yep. If you have not played, yeah. Into the spoiler room of hell, my dude. (laughs) Into the spoiler room of hell. So that's your official warning. If you haven't played Doom Eternal... And, uh, or if you don't care about spoilers, I guess you could join us too, but yeah, we're talking full spoilers. Nothing's off limits here. Lots of, uh, story content we want to cover. I was going to say, but if, first, if you yeah. haven't beaten it yet, we're in a quarantine. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah, what, what are you doing? Like, yeah, maybe it's, like, it is a bit expensive, but I mean, play Doom. Like, no. we've got nothing else to do right now. And I'll look, look, Doom. look, TJ and I have both beaten it three times while getting all the collectibles. Like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, that should be no excuse <laughs> unless, you know, you're yeah. doing guys, stuff. if you haven't played Doom Eternal, you definitely should. Definitely, definitely one of the best games so far this year. Oh, yeah. Probably the best one, actually. Um, but yeah, before we jump into spoilers here, we are going to go right off the drop pod with some hashtag ask noble core questions over oh, on Twitter. Favorite session, dude. All right. And you said you saw your favorite question of all time so far. Yes. So do you want to read that one off? The best question. Easy. I think like this is, you know, the most thought out. This is definitely like just awesome. Um, okay, so here we go. Uh Mr. No Life, what flavor of uh what is your favorite flavor of Doritos? <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite Dorito flavor? <laughs> that is the important question. Yes. Especially um, since Doritos like are like my favorite, but yeah, Doritos, what, what was yours? John? Doritos is the snack of the heavens, I'm convinced. Um yeah, True honestly, that. um, it used to be Cool Ranch. Like, Cool Ranch used to be really bomb. But all of a sudden, just one day, I just didn't care for it anymore. And I just liked nacho yeah. cheese more. I don't know what happened. It was just kind of like, yeah, no. And I was just like, oh, okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. You know, nothing wrong with the standard Doritos. That's for sure. No, hell no. Um, I kind of like the little bit more spicy ones. I can't remember the actual what they're called i think there's just spicy nacho i think it's funny that um, um the white dude likes the spicy stuff and then there's me the hispanic <laughs> man that just can't fucking do it man i love that spicy shit <laughs> um but the one i really want to try is the new mountain dew flavor one that i think is over in australia Ooh, dude right now Hell dude no. i want to try this so bad like my favorite drink my favorite chip like combined bro. it's probably gonna taste like ass but bro just <laughs> like how is that supposed to be a good flavor because that's meant to be liquid it's just like i'm gonna drink dry um i'm gonna eat dry, i'm gonna i'm gonna eat mountain dew it's basically what mountain it is dew. i'm gonna drink doritos <laughs> Ugh, don't do that to me <laughs> oh oh mr no life you are fantastic question i loved that wonderful question we i laughed about it for like about five minutes that was honestly like <laughs> that brought me joy thank you so much that is seriously <laughs> that is a great question yeah and then yeah and then last week we asked a, a question john um do you remember the question from last week yeah if i remember correctly it should be um who you related to um most like game wise so like you know okay. like what like kind of in the sense like like what do you relate to them or just you know how do you like relate to them okay awesome so we got the first one here we'll go it's also uh mr no life again he says i relate a lot to max Payne. despite the crap that goes on in his life he still keeps living he keep he makes mistakes but his cynical view of the world never stops him from doing the right thing in the end 
both games, I'm assuming Max 1 and 2 because Max playing 3 never happened. <clears throat> Rip. Uh, <laughs> both games have helped me in struggling times because of this. So that's a, that's a that's a really good story. That's I know uh, really good. I know Mr. No Life. He's a huge fan of the Max Payne games, and me and him both despise Max Payne three because they don't exist ever. Never happened in the first place. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I don't know. The first two Max Payne games are great. I don't know if you ever played one. Uh, uh, if you, I have one. not played one, but I really, really want to. And then uh, at They're the good. end of this, we'll have to talk about ours. Yeah, there. It's good. It's uh, it's definitely a good uh, good good couple games. Hell yeah. Um, I used to play those a lot as well. So thank you, Mister Knife, for sending in that answer. Uh, Max Payne is definitely a good one to go off of. Whoop whoop! And then we got my man Tech Hardy, and he said, "I relate to Buck from Halo a lot. I have a good sense of leadership in stressful situations. Dealt with some bad." Uh, Karen's at work before. <laughs> We've all dealt with Karens. We hate Karens. Um, I think Fucking fast Karen, on my dude. feet in most situations and have had a, a hard belief in uh, value of everyone in the team. That's really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. That's that's very relatable. That's awesome. That's really, really um cool to hear. Because Buck is that's like our boy awesome Tech Hardy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he's a lot like Buck. So that makes me, uh, Real happy because Buck is mega awesome. respect, mega yeah. respect, absolutely. Um, but yeah, Flame Buck's one energy. of my all time favorites. <laughs> Flame Dick energy, dude, yeah. straight up, straight up, dude. That's just really cool. So, that's a really good answer. Both of them just awesome. Uh, I think that's the only one that we were able to see. So, I guess we'll uh kind of move on to um what we're going to uh to say about who we relate to most, uh, unless you see a couple yeah. more, just in, just in case, just want to make sure. Let me double check. Um, but no, I really appreciate, um, yeah, Mr. No Life and Tech Hardy always, you know, taking part in these. We really appreciate yeah. oh, your guys' questions. All the time, right? You guys always there. come up with the best questions, too. Like, yeah, absolutely. Seriously. Thank you. Best questions and answers. Jeez, these guys are just awesome, and we appreciate you guys being there. Yeah. And like, I know, yeah. uh, actually, Mr. Mr. No Life's actually recording his own podcast here soon with a couple of other community members. So if you guys are on Twitter, definitely check that out. I know he's recording that. I think, uh, I think tomorrow or something. So. Ooh, sounds like something I'm going to listen to. Yeah, that'll be coming out in a few days, I think. Um, but yeah, Mr. No Life does some podcasts as well. So definitely check him out. Oh, I really appreciate you. For him sure. Here. For sure. And then, you know, if Tech Hardy has something, please go check out Tech Hardy. <laughs> I don't know if he has Tech anything. Tech Hardy's my boy, it. dude. Go follow Tech, Tech Hardy. Take, at least follow him. <laughs> like, he's super cool. Yeah, he is. All right. So, um, did you see any more answers you think or, uh, think we might be good? Yeah, it looks like, looks like that's it for now, which is fantastic, you know? Heck yeah. It's kind of like a little weird since we're, you know, in quarantine, not like because of the virus or anything, but just because we're doing this out of safety. So it's kind of weird that mm-hmm. we're not in the same room recording. <laughs> Yeah, a little um, strange. So we're a little bit off, off beat a wee bit, but just deal with us through it. <laughs> yeah, we've we've got it. Um, uh, so yeah, do you want to do you want to go with um probably uh who you relate with uh, most, like a video game character wise? Man, you know I've had a, like a whole week to think about this, and I'm still having a hard time coming up with a full answer. I already know mine. <laughs> um, well, why don't you go first so I okay. can try to recap on my, my mind here. <laughs> okay. Um, so if we're going just purely off of uh, Halo, I mean, my name is close to the guy's name. <laughs> the chief the himself. Chief, the chief himself, <laughs> man. It was um, like, I want to just first start off with, it was just such an honor finally meeting Steve Downs. It was just the coolest, mm-hmm. 
coolest thing. I don't know if I've gone over this, but the first time, um, you know, I met him, uh, he asked me what my name was and I told him it was John and he, and he just kind of like smirked at me and he just like, you know, like a nice smirk and he just goes, I like the name, son. And it was just, oh my <laughs> God, dude, especially in Chief's voice. So Steve Down's voice that just mm-hmm. melted me, man. But yeah, um, uh, definitely his characters slash the games as well has got, uh, pushed me through very, very tough times. And so like, that's why I relate so much to Halo. Like, you know, they mean the games, the story, everyone uh, that's been part of it mean a lot to me. So that's why I like, I have this huge, huge, huge connection of, uh, of Halo. But yeah, so definitely oh, Steve yeah. Downs, you know, just hearing that voice ever since you're a kid, of course you want to meet the, the man behind the, the chief. Yeah, yeah, dude. So awesome. Dude, heck yeah. I mean, yeah. And I mean, you know, the nice thing about Master Chief, especially the uh, the first the original trilogy, is that he can be whoever you want to be. So it's very easy to put yourself in those shoes. Oh, yeah, definitely. And especially since, like, um, they haven't really shown his face, at least like when I was younger, they didn't really show his face at all or, like, even parts of mm-hmm. it. Um, it really f- felt that you were in his shoes. Like, uh, not saying like it changed it, uh, but it might've changed it for some people. For me, it made me step more into his shoes. Um, that's all. And then especially when in Halo three, um, when you got the legendary ending and, um, they mentioned his name being John, I just, I freaked out, man. I was dying. I was, I was screeching, dude. I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. I've never like heard of anybody with a, a badass name like that. Like, I didn't think his name would be John, but sure enough. And I'm like, that's so cool. And now I'm way more confident on my, on my name. Yeah, that's, that's actually interesting. I don't know if Master Chief goes by John at any other point during the original trilogy. Yeah, I don't like, know. I'm trying to think. I don't think he does. I, huh. I Yeah, I think Maybe it's just he does. Like, it's been, you know, I'll be, it's been a few months since I've actually played Halo. So I might be off there, but I really, I'm, I'm having a hard time remembering. I think it's Halo 4. Four, they also mentioned his name a couple times. Yeah, four, there's definitely a lot more John. Um, five, it's actually weirdly chief a bit. Some John here and there. Kind of a good balance. Yeah, it's cool that they just kind of cool. jump between because it's just like a bit of both, you know? Bit of both. Bit of both. <laughs> just the coolest thing. He's Yeah, dude, he's such he's like the space cowboy. <laughs> that's, that's literally what he is. Dude, gotta say, you gotta respect a man with that kind of title. Oh yeah, he, I mean, he—I think he mentions that himself. So that's just like, yeah, even cooler. What a legend! <laughs> All right, well, I, you know, I actually remembered. Uh, okay, who I—I I feel like I relate to most. The reason why, it, you know, I have actually played this in a little bit, but it's uh, I think I, I kind of relate most to a uh, BJ Blaskowitz from uh, Wolfenstein, the newer Wolfenstein games. So like the New Order, the New Colossus, uh, and the Old Blood. Okay. Um. So the newer incarnation, BJ Blaskowitz. Uh. We we share some features. I mean, we're both you know blonde hair, blue eyes. Um. Dudes. The perfect Nazi. No, I'm just kidding. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and I remember, like, just you know, he's such a badass, but at the same time, he's got a, like a. You know, a strong caring for the people around him. So he's, you know, he's got his wife, his girlfriend in the first game, wife. You know, he always protects most of all, but he's he's got his close comrades he always takes care of. And he's like, you know, he he's a guy you don't want to fuck with, but he's also a guy who is very kind to the people around him and protects people. And I, I don't know, like the way that he, 
he reacts to situations I can see myself doing as well. And what he goes through, I can kind of relate to as well in some areas. I know you haven't played it, so I'm not going to go into specifics there. Um, because I mean, if you need to, man, are feel free. Fantastic. I, I do plan fantastic. on playing through them, but it's totally cool if you want to go through it. Uh, but yeah, dude, no, like that's really sick. Yeah, I think, I mean, if you've been following me on Twitter for a while, and then if you've played them, you can kind of put them together. Um, and also back in the day when the new order came out, I was like super buff. <laughs> so with him, the scene was super buff. Like I felt like we were like the same person there. Not the case anymore. A little bit out of shape, but I still, I still love playing as him. He's always got that kick-ass attitude. Always got that positive, mostly positive, and you know. But yeah, that's, I don't know. That would be my answer personally. That's so cool. <laughs> uh, I tried thinking of like a second character, but. Man, like, there's just so many characters that you can kind of, kind of, like, really, like, relate to. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. And that's a, that's the great thing about game characters is a lot of them are written in a way to where you can step into their shoes and kind of become them. And what happens to them happens to you. And then you, like, create a relationship with that character because it's like you go through the same thing as them in a way. That's what I really like about it. I'm surprised you're not a writer. Um... Kind of, I mean, I've gone to school for writing, but I kind of backed out of it a little bit. Um, I kind of want to get more into writing, though. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd do excellent at that. That'd be really cool to see. Yeah, I used I actually used to do quite a bit of writing, especially through high school and uh, early college. Um, I've got a few like fan stories and stuff. Maybe I'll share it with you one of these days, um, if I can yes. find them at least. They're yes. really cool. I felt really proud of them. But Hell yeah, I'd love to read them. I'll get back them. into it. Yeah, dude, you totally should. Like, you've definitely got the like the perception behind it. Like, it it looks really good from what I'm like what I'm hearing. Yeah, if I can access that old email that has my work in there, I'll definitely share it with you guys, and I'll definitely share it with you, John. Uh, first yeah. of all, make sure they're good enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to figure out. I'll have to remember that email, but I'll see if I can get in it because it was saved in Gmail, the Google Docs. So. But yeah, uh, thank you for you guys' responses. We loved that. Um, we love doing these kind of situations where we just like to kind of like, like ask the fans and kind of like see what they get to say. So it's just really cool that we get to um, get to throw that out. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Thank you guys. Um, now we're going to move on to our next topic, but we're still going to wait off a little bit until we get into Doom Eternal spoilers. I want to go over something real quick, um. And then we'll jump right into the spoilers, and that's going to be most of the episode today. Oh, yeah. Just a little detour here. Um, so as you guys know, I've been playing through Half-Life Alex on the Oculus uh, Rift S. You beast. Um, yeah, so I've been doing that over a little while, and I know last episode I said I just got to Jeff. Well, I, I beat <laughs> Jeff um, finally after like two hours of freaking the fuck out. Oh, damn, dude. Um, <laughs> I still think my name is, is Jeff. Honestly... <laughs> you know, it's there's something about Jeff. He's definitely memeable, and I think I, you know, you got to meme him later on. But, oh yes. Um, you know, it, it was definitely one of the most incredible missions I've ever played. The interact interactivity with it, um, all the situations it put it puts you in, it puts you, you know, makes you think. Um, and it's seriously, it it probably is scarier than Ravenholm. It is just horrifying, but it's also just so well made. And that's actually part with my why I'm going through with my decision right now. Um, what I'm doing is I'm actually going to stop playing Half Life Alex on the Rift S. The reason being is because you're you know you're turning so much, you're dodging so much, uh, hiding a lot, trying to catch things, and 
you know, throw things to get him diverted, stuff like that. Well, at the end of the mission, uh, so with the Rift S, it's a cord. You have to have a cord plug into the computer. Uh-huh. And in our room, in our gaming room, we have things set up on the steering. So it's like a pulley system. Yeah, yeah. And it goes down and it holds behind the on the cord, maybe like a foot away from your head. So, you know, you, you it holds your cord up so you don't trip over it. And it like pulleys down so you can like duck down and stuff. But during the mission, whenever I would look down or look down, it would like pull up my headset a little bit, so I'd always have to readjust it, and that that got me killed a few times because I like dropped the bottle or something while trying to do that, or no, um, or I, I you know I couldn't see because it would, it would go blurry because it'd be pulled up on my face, and then when I was done with the mission, um, when that whole, with or I guess that whole chapter, I took it off, and the whole like the cord and like all of the uh, the strings and stuff were all like. <laughs> like nodded oh and it shit. was like almost up to the ceiling which is why it was so bad oh, so i kind of no. decided well i don't want to do i don't want to break it because this game gets so intense i like i can't help it so i've decided to start playing with uh, my own oculus quest um plugged into my other computer that we just moved over to this uh, bigger room over here um and the cool thing about that is you know right now there's the link so basically, you can plug in a USB and a USB-C into the um, Oculus Quest, which wow. is a wireless um, VR. You can play a lot of games through it that's wireless, but you can't play most like you can't play any Steam games because it's just not powerful enough to do that. But um, with that link, you can play games on your Quest, and uh, so I've been playing a little bit of that lately. But you know, one of the cons to that is that I actually have to restart the entire game. Ugh. Because it's on a different computer, which it's kind of sucks. But at the same time, I'm kind of excited to go through there. And I've already found more ammo, more resin, more stuff that you can find. Because I've already beat, been through them. And I kind of know like, yeah, this, there's like four zombies in here. So I know not to freak out as much, which I still freak out. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of been crab. refreshing. What's that? I'm going to 3D print you a head crab now. Oh, fuck <laughs> you, no. <laughs> Maybe I'll put like Actually, a, maybe. Maybe I'll put a, a race car underneath it so that way it can chase you. I was <laughs> <laughs> spring and make it leap at me. Fuck, dude. Um, <laughs> You'd freak out. Yeah, but it's, you know, going through it again, I found out more things that you can do with some of the controls. I'll go over that in some kind of a second. But another thing that I'm actually going to be doing right after this podcast here is I'm going to set up something called a virtual desktop. Basically, Whoa. what that is without going into too much detail because it could get really confusing really fast especially for people who aren't familiar with pcs is i can play i can stream the pc over to my quest and i can play half-life alex without having been plugged in at all whoa, which is really okay cool. whoa so so i don't i know how to do it or i've been watching tutorials and i do it. it doesn't look too hard um i'm gonna see if i can get that working tonight and if i do it's gonna be really awesome i'm gonna blow through alex because i can actually move around and I'm not being held back or anything. Hell yeah. And in this room, my man, there's like way more space, way more space to move. So I'm excited to do that. Um, and I want to come over some pros and cons. If, you know, if there's anybody looking into buying a Quest or a Rift S. I'm looking to buy um, one. Instead of, yeah, because I know like you are. Um, and I know there's some people who, who want to wait off and get the Valve Index. Which I would probably still recommend. It's definitely the best one on the market. You have a lot more control with your hands and stuff. And I hear the that the uh, the quality, um, the visual quality is a lot better too, which is great. Um, but I want to go over some differences just real quick between the two. 
Um, especially when playing a game like Half-Life Alex, which is definitely the reason. If you're looking for a reason to buy a VR, you have the money, you're just looking for a reason to do it. Half-Life Alex is your reason you need to do it. You need to play it. It's fantastic. Dude, I need to buy um, a VR, but people keep reselling theirs for 600 fucking dollars. Oh, gosh. No, dude, <sighs> just... No, man. So I'll, I'll go over it real quick. So I'll go over kind of the differences between the two, and then I'm going to go over the pros and cons with them playing Alex. Okay. Because um, I feel like this is important. This is something I'm passionate about, and I want to share this information. Hell yeah, dude. Um, Do it. So the nice thing about the Quest, so it's a wireless VR system that's a li- obviously a little bit less powerful than the Rift S. Just a little bit visually, not quite as good, but it's something, honestly, you're not going to notice. I don't notice a difference at all, personally. Or just a small difference, really. Okay. Like, it's, yeah, it's definitely something you're not going to really notice. Um, but yeah, it's a wireless one. Um, it is a little bit heavier on the front because it's a bigger faceplate than the Rift S. Okay. The Rift S is a smaller one. The nice thing about the Quest though, like I said, is it is wireless. So there's a lot of games you could play on there without plugging it in and anything. You've got a, you know, you've got Beat Saber, you've got a, man, a Pistol Whip, you've got, that's cool. oh, what's that? What's that one game that we played that one time? The... Super, super hot. hot. Oh, I love super, super hot. hot. Yeah, super hot. You've got the the Star Wars uh, Darth Vader game. There's three episodes. It's actually really good. Kind of leads into the Rise of Star uh, Skywalker as well. Got Job Simulator. Yeah, you got that Job Simulator. Um, yeah, you got uh, like a lot of really good games on there that you can play. And it's, I feel like it's worth it. It's not that expensive. I think it's just for the base version. I think it's just thirty nine or three hundred ninety nine dollars or four hundred dollars. Just for the six, uh, for the thirty, yeah, for the thirty gigabyte, selling it for fucking six hundred dollars. God damn it! (laughs) Yeah, I want, I want to buy a resold one. I don't trust those personally. No, fuck that, dude. Nah, don't. I mean, even Amazon selling them for six hundred dollars. Fuck that, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I'll go into why that is right now here in just a moment. Oh shit! Um, I'm excited. Yeah, so there's actual reason for that, and it's proven. Um, but. So yeah, with the with the quest, you know, it's definitely nice. You have more freedom to move. It is a little bit heavier on top, so you might notice it being a little bit, a bit of annoyance. Maybe I don't actually care that much. I feel fine. I think if you have Especially glasses on your face, then you're a little more used to just weird weight on your face. Because like when I put the Oculus Quest on over at your house, uh, as well as um, at my friend Andrew's house, it didn't yeah. really bother me. Like it was actually like a okay. Yeah, but if you go in between the Quest and the Rift S, you'll notice the Rift S is actually a little more comfy. Um, you've got a dial on the back so you can adjust the settings a little bit easier. On the Quest, you've got little straps on the sides to pull in. I, again, I kind of prefer the Quest on that still. Um, but yeah, I mean, and obviously it's not as powerful because you're not com- connected to a computer. But you do have the link, which I just went over. You can plug it in and play Steam games. you got Doom VFR on there, Boneworks, and obviously Half-Life Alex. Oh yeah, and then with the Rift S, it, kind of the same thing really, um, except for you're required to have a um, a computer to plug into, um, so you can't play it without being plugged in, which is definitely, in my opinion, it's a little bit of an annoyance. Um, but it is, you know, the quality is a little bit better. Um, it's a little bit more comfy, um, and like if you're gonna play mostly just Steam games, there's no reason. You know, that's probably a good option for you. But in my opinion, I would always, you know, especially for you, John, I would highly, highly, highly recommend doing the 
Oculus Quest because it can do everything that the Oculus Rift S can do and more. Um, especially if this virtual uh, desktop works, then there's like no reason because then you can Hell play PC yeah. games wirelessly. So like, yeah. Hell yeah. And, you know, um, playing on the Quest, in my opinion, you know, it's really weird. I'm actually playing on a computer that has less specs. So it's not quite as powerful as my other one where I play on the Rift S. But I feel like for some, whatever reason, it feels better. It feels a little bit more smooth. Hmm. Um, I, don't, I can't go, I can't explain it. It just feels more smooth to me, I guess. And maybe part of that is I have more movement with my head. Um, and the frame rate still works just fine and everything like maybe that. Maybe a refresh rate of some, some, some sort. Yeah, I mean the refresh rate. And I think the refresh rate is actually a little bit better on the other – on the Rift S. But for whatever reason, it feels really smooth to me on the Quest. Um, but uh, the only – you know, real cons on there is, uh, I mean, if you're playing Half-Life Alex, you're going to notice a little bit slightly weaker graphics, um, no matter what you play on, really. Just because um, with the Quest, you know, you got a little bit lesser display on there. Uh-huh. Um, it, it's really not something you'll notice too much, but if you're somebody like me who really appreciates the graphics and you're really, you know, especially in Alex, because that's really the most graphic-heavy game there is right now. Most everything else is pretty cartoony or pretty, you know, like art stylish. Basic. Kinda. Yeah. So there's so much detail you might notice it a little bit, but, you know, I'd highly recommend the quest. So, you know, with that being said, I'm restarting the game. I'm already at chapter, the end of chapter three, and I had just finished chapter seven on the other one. So I'm actually making pretty good time. And, wow. Um, you know, the game is fantastic. And one of the new things I learned that you can do which I didn't know you could do before, is if a head crab launches at you, you can actually catch the damn head crab and just unload bullets into it. What? I didn't know you could fuck? do that before. I just did it the other day. I was like, what? How? <laughs> how did I not know that? And I've also, you know, playing so much Alex, I've kind of learned how to use stuff. So I use like a trash can lid to block the head crab and shoot it on the floor. It's, I wonder, it's a good time. I wonder if like, if you get used to catching stuff in VR, are you going to be better at catching stuff in real life? Maybe you might have better reflexes in catching stuff for sure. Um, obviously, like with catching, there's just a button on the side you use with your middle finger to catch, but you are doing the motions of catching it, just not with your full hand. So, okay, you know, probably, and there's probably good studies on that. And it's kind of funny. So the reason why all of the VRs right now are so expensive is because they're there's you know, as you know, because you you know we work at Best Buy, um, there's they've been sold out for a while. Yes, God damn it, yes, <laughs> and. That is 100% Half-Life Alex's fault. Really? Which is hilarious. Yes. So I was I was looking into something just the other day um showing, you know, it's really hard to get a hold of one right now because not only is Half-Life Alex a game, you know, we've been waiting for Half-Life for 13 years, but it also leads up, you know, it leads up to the expectations. It is a fantastic game. Everybody's giving it glowing reviews. So of course, everybody's going to be buying that headset. So um, if I were you, I'd probably wait until you find some in the store unopened because you never know if somebody might have like scratched something on the lens or something like that or how good they took Somehow care of fucked it up and just hit it, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But if you're looking for a VR to play Alex, you want it more on a budget, you're not willing to dump a grand into it, and, and you know, you have a good enough computer that could run it, absolutely pick up, you know, a quest or something. You know, it's very good quality. It's usually it's more Overall, pretty comfy, and um, I mean, yeah, I can't really recommend it enough. 
Hell yeah, dude. So, I'm, I've been looking to pick up one for a little while. Also because, like, not saying I'm going to play VR chat, but, you know, maybe I'll play it with my buddies and just hang out. But, like, some of the shit that I see on there is just so funny. Someone, <laughs> um, someone did this video where they had, like, a Master Chief, and it, it had a sword that said Thought Slayer on it, and then it had a shield that said, um, like, Thought Protection or some shit like that. And, yeah. um, he moves up the shield over his helmet and he pulls it back down and it shows a little like ungoing knuckles, like, <laughs> like, like a Ugandan knuckles, not ungoing knuckles. What the fuck? Um, and then he puts <laughs> his helmet, knuckles and, and he puts it back up and then the master chief helmet's back on. And I just started dying, dude. <laughs> dude, I heard VR chat's really fun. If, if you get one soon, we'll have to jump in VR chat. Maybe yes. like do a whole podcast through VR chat. Oh my god, dude! I'll dress up as the chief, and then you've got to dress up as um the Doom Slayer with a grunt head. Oh, I absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> That's perfect. And you know, relating because I know we're talking about Doom spoilers here in just a moment. Um, I kind of want to relate to that with VR as well. You know, there's actually a official Doom game. Oh yeah, on there it's Doom VFR. It's actually really fun. You know, it's not as fast paced as you know your normal Doom. And it is really just Doom 2016, but in VR, and you don't play as the Doom Slayer. But it is a lot of fun. You have to use the teleport, so you're not using locomotion, which is fine by me, because I get super sick doing locomotion. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you guys have a VR, or are planning to get one, Doom VFR is a perfectly fun game to play. You have all the weapons from Doom Eternal, a lot of the same areas. Um, really fun game to play, especially if you're a big Doom fan. And I also heard you could play like the classic Doom in VR, and you could also play like Half-Life 2 in VR. Um, and here soon, I don't know if this is official, but I'm thinking that we've got to be getting a VR Halo soon, right? I hope so. Gotta be. Please. Please. It, it would complete the circle. Yeah. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that's, uh, that's going to be a thing one day. Um, there's gotta be, cause you know, Halo is such a, you know, that right would be fun to be a Marine in, uh, in VR. That would be fun. Imagine going through like the pillar of bottom in VR. Oh, dude, I would stepping onto a Halo ring in VR. No kidding. I if I was in a Halo ring or like just any ship, I would just sit there and bask in its glory. I would walk around and I would be blinded. I'd be dumbstruck. (laughs) Dumbstruck. Blinded. (laughs) Oh, dude, Dude. I would be just. Can you imagine an elite with an energy sword just charging at you in real life? Oh, dude, imagine if you're in a dark room and all of a sudden you see that pop out. Imagine the flood, bro. Imagine <gasps> yes! the flood. You think head crabs are scary? I can't even imagine the flood in VR, dude. Yes, dude. Yes. Like lifelike flood. Fuck. Dude, I love the flood. I love dude, the I flood so much. That. Bro, I need dude, Halo VR, please. Please, dude. Even like what if they had Halo Infinite in VR as well for PC? Oh dude, my I would God. cry. Dude, like just a whole that's just an option to play Halo Infinite in VR like could you imagine just like you have an option like in skyrim and on like fallout to play those games in vr that would be you could play halo infinite bro i would i would buy it again for that dude yeah i think i would too i'd buy it three times i'd buy it for the pc the xbox and then the fucking um and then the vr yeah if it's separate i'd I'd totally buy halo vr and if it's with the pc version i'm buying a pc version along with my xbox version done Exactly. Like literally, Done. I told you the only reason why I bought my PC is just so I could play Halo Infinite on it. I don't have oh yeah anything else besides like Gary's mod, but I don't have any friends to play Gary's mod on with. So yeah, so it's really there for Halo Infinite. Uh, I just got a 3D printer, so now I'm just kind of using it for 3D print files. But that's 
basically it. Dude, I think, and if, if I remember right, we'll have to go to your specs again, but I think your specs can run Half-Life Alex, and um, a lot of these games are pretty good quality, so yes. that would be that would be worth it, dude. Hell yeah. Especially if there's, like, cro- not even cross-play, but cross-saving between Xbox and PC, so you can continue to use, like, your your character from Xbox, just transfer over to PC so you have the same stats and everything, and then you can also play PC with Xbox players and vice versa. I cry every time. Oh my gosh, dude! I would, I would love that. I really hope that VR Halo Infinite, even not at, if not at launch, somewhere down the line, like six or months to a year, I would totally, I would be down. I'd still do. I am just falling in love with VR. Later, yeah, probably a year later, unless they're developing it alongside it, or they have like a side developer working on that. Because honestly, after playing through this much of Half Life, Alex, I want like every game to have a VR mode. Like, give me this quality VR in Halo, and I am down. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. I would be so, so, so down to do that. Well, dude, freak yeah. Well, I think I kind of got the VR out of my system. I don't know about you, but I'm kind of ready to talk some uh, Doom Eternal spoilers. Yes, into the spoiler room. Into the spoiler room we go. Yes. Ooh, let's get it. Okay, so, so, oh gosh, so I'm so excited about this. Um, you know, we've been speculating ever since Doom 2016 about this. Um, and John, I know you just kind of joined the Doom, the kind of the Doom hype and everything. I barely, like literally a month before I just beat Doom 2016. So I didn't have to wait nearly as long as anybody else had to. Which is, I mean, hey, which is good. It's always nice to have that separate perspective. But I was so happy. And by the way, we're going into full spoilers right now. If if you don't want spoilers, click away literally like right now. If you don't know what gonna... spoilers mean, that means we're going to say every detail about the game, including bosses and potentially stuff that you might have not played through. Go away yep. if you haven't done it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Because I'm so excited. What I'm going to talk about right now is um, one of the bigger reviews in the game, which I, I figured was the case ever since 2016 and you know speculating. But, but yeah, it's revealed in the game that... The Doom Slayer is the classic Doom guy. The classic, the Doom guy, the Doom Marine, the Slayer is one and the same. The biggest flex of all time, dude. Which is just amazing because you're connecting all of those games. So you got Doom, the original Doom, Doom 2 Hell on Earth, Doom 64, Doom 2016, and Doom Eternal, all the same person. That's just awesome, dude. That's just seriously so cool. Dude, it's so and like they've added new missions to Doom sixty four, which I hear uh, um kind of connect a little bit, um kind of fill in the gap a little bit between sixty four and Eternal, something like that. I haven't actually played through it yet. Um, I've kind of been too addicted to do Eternal to look into that. <laughs> but no, it's really cool, and you know they show the Doom guy's classic armor, which you know it's in the game, so you kind of figured, or you you know you can tell that it was just an Easter egg. Yeah. But there's a full cutscene. Yeah, yeah where the guy holds the, the classic helmet. I just thought that was so cool when I saw that. Like, literally, Ryan was right next to me when I was playing through it. I was like, oh, my God, TJ was right. TJ was right. Dude, I was cheering. I was like, fuck, yeah, dude. I was Because now there's never, like, an argument of which Doom guy was better. He's the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from Doom 3 guy. Yeah. Doom 3 guy. Although, I think that is canon with the same hell, just a different timeline. Um, no, Doom, Doom guy from three does not count as the same guy. <laughs> Interesting. Let's not think so. I don't think so. Turns out he just bumped his head and he just had to go do something else and somehow got recruited into that. <laughs> At the end of the game, he goes, right. 
Dude, yeah. I mean, that was my favorite reveal of the game. Uh, what about you, John? Just, like, the first thing that comes to your mind, your favorite thing about the story in Doom Eternal. Go. Honestly, it was definitely that scene that you were talking about. Like, that was Same scene. one of the top tiers things ever. Um, it was just really, really incredible, and I was freaking out because, like, um, you were talking to me about kind of, like, the Doom lore, and you kind of got me into it. And so the fact that this was... You know, the OG, the original gangsta was just mind-blowing, mind-boggling. And I was just like, that's so cool. I should say OS for original Slayer. True that, yeah. And I love that throughout the game, they call him Doom Guy and Doom Marine, which is previous incarnations that I... um, I never liked calling them Doom Marine, but Doom Guy, Doom Marine, and Doom Slayer, which is what the character has always been known by, was like those three titles. As well as his actual name, Flynn Taggart, from the comics. There's also an Easter egg in there, which is the code that you put in to play Doom 2. That's just like the biggest flex of all time. Um, but what I really loved that was there's like a stepping stone to just realizing like, hey, this might be the original dude. It's because um, if you listen to the radio broadca- uh, broadcasts, so if you go to the left right before you start a mission, it'll be like a green like symbol on the screen. Activate that. Yeah, in the Doom Fortress, right? Yeah, in the Doom Doom Fortress. And they'll actually talk about saying, they're like, um, the Doom Slayer, also known as Doom Guy, or like also... Yeah! And I was just like, there's no way. And then as soon as that scene popped up, I was like, oh my god, that was like a pre-setup. Like, so if you listen to that, that was like one of the coolest fucking things ever. Yeah, and it's really interesting, because also like, you know, kind of the same thing in Doom 2016, those were those runes in Hell that you could put your hand up to and it would have that like like deep voice telling you some doom lore. I don't know if you remember that. But it also goes like tells about the story of the Doom Slayer in hell but um because like at the end of Doom 64, you know, he stays in hell and it kind of just adds up so we were all speculating for like four years like hey, is this the same guy? And we were all pretty confident that it was, but just having that confirmed, I mean, that's real fan service and I really appreciate that in software pays that kind of attention. Right. to a character even though it's a you know it's kind of a stupid thing doesn't really matter but it, i think it's really cool no like honestly like l- like i said like i'm a sucker for making old things new like or like bringing new things to the old or like old things to the new or whatever like it's just really cool that they were able to just bring that way far back and be able to pull it all the way through up until 2020 which is super super cool that they were able to go back and i mean if you look at the drops the even like the drops look somewhat original which is so fucking cool because the drop yeah it's huge yeah i love how the drops look they look way better in my opinion oh yeah uh i most part yeah i do agree and they you know there's so many references back to the old games that are reapplied to this new game but modernized made better in my opinion uh, as well as some completely new concepts we've never even seen before, which I really think Eternal excels at, is modernizing it, bringing new things in, and the new things are just as cool as the older things. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, more. I'm more talking about, like, the Makers, um, like the Con Maker and the Maker Sentinels and Urdak, which is basically heaven that you go to in the game, which is, like, my one of my favorite missions. It's beautiful. It is so cool. It is. Yeah, so I mean, let's start off the first here. So, you know, we've got the Doom Slayer who's hunting. So before Eternal, I'm gathering. He, you know, he's got those little blue coins he's been collecting to kill those uh, 
those priests, yeah, what are the, the the priests, yeah, who've who's been invading hell for or Earth? Hell's been invading Earth for like ten years at this point, I think. Whoa! If I yeah, so for like ten years, and it started right after uh, uh, Dune twenty sixteen. That was the first kind of thing that set it off, and they've slowly been invading. So doing, I think Doom Eternal takes place like ten years later. You know, Samuel Hayden gets back to Earth, and he puts together like the Ark foundation because the uac is like this cultist thing and he's using the power of the uh the crucible that you got in 2016 that comes into play as well later in the game um so i don't know i I just think it's really cool how they're able to connect it and doom 2016 is just as canon uh highly respected throughout the game so this game isn't like a replacement it's a continuation and i love like you guys know how much I love 2016. So. 16 was <laughs> epic. Like, cannot deny that. But damn, I have no fucking clue how Eternal was able to bump that to, like, a 30 out of 10. Like, seriously. Like, right? really bumped it up like crazy. Dialed it past where it was able to dial. Yeah, like, the stakes are so much bigger. Everything is just so bloated and bigger. And, like, it's just ridiculous how it goes from just hell invading this UAC facility on Mars to um, Earth and then Erdak and then all these places is just going nuts. And they're able to contain that into a single player story, which with a hub, with like a hub in between some missions and doesn't make it feel too bloated or anything. Um, and it makes it perfectly accessible, yet it feels a lot bigger than before. I, like, I don't know how they did it. Like, Dude, there's like- so much more. It's so, so good. Like, they really, um, really, like, pieced it all together. Like, they did such a good job. Dude, it's fantastic. And then I, yeah. I really want to bring up the Revenant thing, so let me know when you're ready. <laughs> no, no, bring it up bring right it up. now. So, yeah, bring it up, bro. Well, I loved the when you got your super shotgun, you got to basically mind swap with, um, with, with uh, Revenant. Revenant. Oh, yeah. And you got to go kill a couple of demons and then go give him the super shotgun. And he fucking bends down and gives it to him like it's a gift from gods. And then you had the choice of either leaving him. But of course, you know, I think 90% of us blew his fucking head off. But yeah, dude, it was so, so cool. Uh, But it got me thinking, why didn't we do that more? (laughs) I mean, honestly, I'd probably say because of... uh, I don't know, like... I just Obviously, think it, it was kind of a one-time thing. I don't think they wanted to wear it out. But I also true. think there was a good tutorial for battle mode as well. Because when oh, you try to play battle mode when you first idea. start. Yeah, when you first start the game and you try to play battle mode, it says, uh, we recommend you play through mission three before starting this. Because that gives what? you some gaming controls. I'm serious. I'm 100% serious. Because I tried to do that. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, you play as a Revenant, and I assume because of pacing as well, they wanted this to be a Doom Slayer-centered story, and they want just transferring over too much. And plus, you know what? It's so memorable just that one time, even if it's like two minutes long. True. Throughout the truth. whole campaign, that's one thing that you're just like, that was fucking awesome. True. I can't agree to that. The only reason why I was like, I thought I just thought it'd been cool to do it a little more. Uh, I thought maybe it'd be cool to like collect like Easter eggs or something of that sort. Like you had to find it, and it was really hard to find. And then you could jump into it, and then you'd find Easter eggs with it. That'd be cool. Or, um, yeah, I want to be like a Baron of Hell or something. Oh like my god! Another Baron of Hell hit one on one. Oh my god, dude! Imagine being the um the Doom Hunter. Oh, <laughs> that would be fun. That would be hella I'd like, fun. I'd love to do that. Or even you know the Marauder as well. 
Um, I know oh, you can play with him in battle mode, yeah. but still. That would have been really, really cool, like, honestly. Take on a Marauder with a Marauder, like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to block your shots now with my shield. <laughs> Marauder. <laughs> a Marauderception. <laughs> Marauderception. Dude, oh exactly. No, you bring us some good points there, but... Yeah, I freaking love that. I mean, that it's part. still perfect by like like by all means, like it's still like way perfect. I just thought it'd be something uh something interesting. Oh, yeah. You know, I wonder if that's going to be a thing they do in the two uh, story DLCs coming up. That'd be really cool. Mm. Or even playing from a demon's perspective, that would be freaking sick. Hell yeah, that'd be really cool. Playing from hell, fighting the Ark on Earth. <laughs> that would be fun. That would be sick. You could switch between other demons and shit. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be really, really cool, actually. Yeah, dude. I, like I mean, that. that was awesome. And, like, if you're one of those people who decided to kill the Revenant, you are a horrible person. Unrelated, I've killed him every single time. So. Well, um, yeah, I've been a terrible person since birth. So, of course, I just fucking so, Of course I fucked him. Yeah. Then again, I also kill my teammates all the time in Halo and Half-Life. So, what are you going to do? Sniper, because <laughs> I've never done that. Yeah, online, not not Marines. Marines don't count. <laughs> Marines don't count. They're they're not. They don't have any rights. <laughs> Yikes! Yikes! Oh, dude. Yeah, dude. I love uh, how this game starts and ends are completely two different things. Like you have the first half of the game, and then you go to the Sentinel Prime, where you find out you're the same person as the Doom guy. You're the Doom guy, Doom Slayer, oh, and you. It's very, you know, it's a very nice break through the game because the whole game, you, I mean, it's stressful. You're fighting the entire time. Very little breaks in between. It's just a constant pace. But then they give you that break for most of that mission. You know, you're not fighting anybody for the most part until the end. And you have that final boss, the Gladiator, which is the classic Baron of Hell design from the old, like, Doom 1 and 2. I thought that was fucking sick. That was just badass. I l- seriously loved that. That was, like, one of the best boss fights of, like, all time, I swear. Yeah, dude. I love that boss fight. It was... I mean, it was hard. It, it kind of felt similar to the Marauder boss fight. But yeah, it was also different, and it, it it was just so much fun to play. And the music that plays, dude, I, I'm pumping that on my phone all the time. Hell one of yeah. my favorite soundtracks, dude. So, so fucking phenomenal. Like, honestly, like, they put that game together so, so well. Yeah, dude, the gameplay, the boss battles. I feel like the boss battles all around in Eternal are mostly better than all of them in uh, 2016. And that's saying a lot because I love the boss battles in 2016. Oh, yeah, 2016, like, honestly, the boss battles that were there were great. They were just phenomenal. So much fun. Great. I actually really want to go replay 16. Yeah, I might, I'm going to go do that too as well. Just because it, it's so much fun and... I love comparing the two, but I love the bosses. I think they really stepped it up. A lot more skill here. And I love that the the gladiator in this game, that classic Baron of Hell with the shield and stuff, it ah. kind of echoed a lot of the classic or the uh the Cyber Demon from twenty sixteen because it had that you know, that section where it'd shoot out lasers with the walls you had to jump over them just like in uh uh that that yeah. fight with the cyber demon. Oh, I love yeah. that it echoed that. It was I don't know, I thought it was really cool. Um and then you go through, you know, there's several points where you, like, glory kill him, where you just punch him really hard. It's It was a lot of good fun. Oh, dude, like, honestly, like I said, like, so well put together. And I love, like, because, like, the first half of this game is hunting down the hell priests who are invading Earth. I was kind of worried that would be the whole plot of the game. I'm like, well, that's kind of simple, but that's, like, only the first half, and I love how ruthless the Slayer is with it. 
Yeah, he just doesn't care. Like he just grabs the 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 first guy in the first mission, like three minutes in, and he's like, "Oh, you can't kill me! I'm son of a blood!" And he raises like the little little token or whatever that is, and just rips his head off. I love that. <laughs> so, like, it kills him. I love that they add a little bit of funny to it because he actually fixes his crown. Yeah, he does fix his crown. He fixes the crown, and then later he goes to the other hell priest, and he they're like, "You can't come here and here. How is that even possible?" And he throws the head on the ground next to him dude i was just cracking up dude they just like looked at him and i bet i was like the doomslayer is being dead serious but here here he is probably on the inside just laughing like we are you know my favorite one of my favorite things about that is i i don't know if those were holograms or not but if those weren't he had the chance to kill him uh right then and there yeah but he like decided to hold off to to mentally fuck with him yeah, dude, like, honestly, I thought the same. I was like, wait, couldn't he just blow the fuck out of them and just done? Well, that wouldn't be any fun. Yeah, exactly. You want to strike here to the far... The <laughs> so I'm just going to say they were holograms. Yeah, probably were holograms. Even if not, it doesn't bug me because I'm like, well, yeah. Strike fear into them. Yeah, strike fear. He's going to come kill them anyways. I mean, most of humanity is already fucked anyway, so it's not really a race against time necessarily until the near the end of the game. That um, was crazy, which I can't wait to start talking about that. Yeah, but, you know, I really like, so I want to talk about this, and I know you had the same thoughts as me, um, that Doom Eternal is the Halo 2 of the Doom yes, franchise. Yes, easy, right? easy, definitely easy. And I, and I know Halo 2 is like your thing, so I, I know Halo you saw my comparisons. Baby. I want you to go off about this, bro. Oh, man. So seriously, like, so comparison one to one to two, right? Step up in graphics, like it was with Doom Eternal. And um, the missions, they were both longer. Of course, like, you know, with Halo um, Halo 2, you did play as a separate character, um, Arbiter. But that's fine, because, like, you know, that you just got a lot more missions. Doom you Eternal. Yeah, yeah. You, I guess you could bring that in the mix. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just... Like I said, like just the the style, the feel of it was just great. The colors, the you know the the feel of just like the area, the battles, like it was just really, really monumental. Like it felt so yeah. so good, and it's I seriously been. loved it. Like the gameplay, like one of my um, things that I didn't like so much about 2016 was how fast you were going. Like I wanted to be like stupid fast, but when you get that special upgrade. Uh, for getting that rune, and you can actually like after a glory kill, you get that extra speed. Fuck, dude! Yeah. I was be- I was doing as many glory kills as I could because I loved running around so fast. And then one time I found haste, and I got haste on top of that. And man, oh. I- was I just flowing? I was I was jumping around like crazy, dude. And the fact that you have unlimited ammo when you have that is just the funniest thing ever. Like dude. you just get to run around, start blasting down people. Oh, so great, dude. Dude, I love that. I'm surprised you didn't make the comparison of like the prophets and the priests. Oh, I was between just about Halo Two to, and, and Eternal because that was the to. biggest thing. And I was like, bro, this is Halo Two. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, you basically pro- you basically punched the prophet. You just super punched yeah. it. I mean, and there's that you know after you beat the the Doom Hunters for the first time, the one guy's like begging for mercy on his cane. He's like, I'll give you all this power, blah blah blah, and you just like unsheathe your your blade and you just rip off his head with it you just that remind me a lot yeah that remind me a lot of halo 2 when um what are the prophet i can't remember if it was mercy who's being like infected by the the flood spore and chief doesn't even do much about it he just talks to him like they just don't give a shit he just looks at him chief's just like all right see you <laughs> i am a head out 
right? That takes then, me Doomslayer in chief, dude. I am a head out. Dude, I'm telling you, there, there, you know, there's debates about who would win in a fight, but you know damn well they would never fight. They'd fucking bro fist and just kick ass, dude. It's it's me and you. We'd we'd bro fist, would sit down, have a beer. <laughs> That's yeah, basically right. the, that's basically the Doomslayer and the um the, the and the chief obviously. So I was like, that's just the that's just the funniest thing ever, right? And then, oh my gosh, it's the the my favorite. Well, I think my favorite priest kill is you know you beat the gladiator, the little coin comes out, so it's the final coin, and I assume you have to have the coins to kill the priest because there's a curse or something. Um, <laughs> but then the priest is like, if you kill me on these grounds, you lose all your respect or something. And he's just sitting there, bah, shoots off the dude's head, like doesn't even give a fuck, flips the coin and walks out the portal. <laughs> that was the most badass moment, dude. You know what? The crucible is the index. <laughs> yes. Yes. It is. Basically. Well, where's the lie? Where's the lie? That is that is the, the thing that you need to stop the big thing from going off and destroying Earth. Exactly. <laughs> Which is, of course, the icon of sin, baby. Oh, yeah. I will. I'm gonna go on record right fucking now, and I'm gonna say that is the best boss battle I've ever played in my fucking life. That was good. It was really, no. really good. I loved it. Like no hyperbole, dude. Holy fuck, that dude. boss fight was sick. <laughs> the face, <laughs> <laughs> dude. That it was. It was so much fun. It's a little rage inducing. Not gonna lie. Um, I actually had oh, a friend yeah. that was just barely beating it on Nightmare last night. And his game fucking crashed in the middle of it. No, dead ass. And he had a re- he, re- uh, he had to restart the mission. That would be the. I would have oh. been so fucking pissed, dude. I'd be so mad. I'd be throwing stuff, <laughs> dude. That's horrible. But you know, my, I really love so like the icon of sin. One of my favorite things is the build up to him because he's like mentioned a few missions before. Actually, it's like the mission after. Yeah, it's the mission after you kill the last priest. He's just like, the, I, uh, what's her name? Um, what's her name? I can't think of her name. I can't think of it either. The con maker. The con maker is like, I'm going to release the icon of sin now, blah, blah, blah. And this is like, just, just past the halfway point of the game. And so you like go through hell and shit. You're chasing her down to get to the portal to go up there. And then you have this like gorgeous mission on Erdak, which is basically heaven. And then that opening cutscene, you know, because, you know, earlier in the game, you met the betrayer whose son was turned or incursed into the Icon of Sin because he per- betrayed his people. That's um, crazy. So he gives you that blade and then you go stab the heart of the Icon of Sin, you know, putting the, the son's soul at peace and the betrayer's at peace. But now the Icon of Sin is just a ravaged demon now who, who like breaks the like the seal or something and now demons can come to heaven and and shit and just hell breaks loose on heaven honestly oh. this is this is one of the funniest things that i thought of they didn't really stop him from stabbing the heart they were just like don't do it and then he did it well what are they gonna do like uh i'm gonna stop you or you're gonna kill me but you're they probably could, gonna kill me anyways they, they could have uh, tried you know <laughs> then again also remember how quick doomslayer is it's slowed down a little bit in cutscenes, but this dude could run up to 90 miles an hour true without breaking a sweat so i i mean that's that it really matters that's true not that yeah again like not that it really matters because he just goes through and stabs it anyways because he if they tried to stop him he would have killed everybody in the room first (laughs) so (laughs) also can we can we say real quick that moment when you like first start up the game and right before he steps through the portal and he just clicks back the fucking shotgun that is the most satisfying like 
most satisfying thing ever because you just like you click it and you're like everyone's dead <laughs> dude that is the vibe you get throughout the rest of the game you cocks that shotgun the doom theme goes off and you're like and like the rest of the game later at the end of the game you still feel that same vibe you're like yeah this guy's not fucking stopping for shit yeah dude he's he's he's, he's mad i like to say that like um afterwards he's just like okay i'm gonna use my computer to um to have me go through VR to have me run through that again because that was actually a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I want to do that again, please. <laughs> I'm going to go kill people. And then uh, I found cheat codes. So now I can lock that. Now I can put them in. Right. Oh, dude. But yeah, I love the, so yeah, I love the boss battle with, with the, the con maker at the end of the Erdak mission. Cause it's such a beautiful mission and it's something that you didn't really expect going into a doom game. Yeah. I think it's one of those m- the most memorable missions, but that boss fight at the end was tough, dude. That was a tough Dude, boss battle. It was tough, but man, it's tough love. Like you love it at the end. It is oh it's it's like uh it is punishable but love, dude. I freaking love it. Oh. Um and that's just like you know, you're about to face a boss even bigger and better than that. So that's like your little you know, your little tease. You beat that, and then there's like this weird I think it's like God screaming no or something. I don't know. Like I don't know, there's that mysterious voice once you kill the con maker. I think that's going to lead into Doom 6 a lot. Like, I think the Dark Lord, who is referenced in the game, and probably who I assume is the equal of God, probably are going to get super pissed off at you. And they're probably going to be... Yeah, it's probably going to be Doom Slayer versus Heaven and Hell. Kind of like this game worked for a little bit, but like, I think in the Doom 6, you're going to kill them both. So... (laughs) Can you imagine? Doom Slayer literally (laughs) kills a god. Literally, no, that, not a god. He literally kills God, and he kills Satan. But and then he um, becomes the king of the realm. The 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 boss fight before um the icon of sin. Uh, what was her name again? I'm trying to remember. God, I'm fucking uh, terrible. Conmaker. Conmaker. That battle was awesome. It was tough, but dude, it was awesome. Dude, it was so sick. She like blares her wings out, and you're fighting like this just badass angel thing, and. You know, you're only fighting angels in that boss battle, which is, or like the con drones or whatever, maker drones. But it was such a nice change of pace for Doom. It was, oh, yeah. instead of demons, you get a little brush of fresh air from normal demon killing to you're, you're angel fighting killing, the didact. Gonna say. <laughs> Dude, right? <laughs> Her and the didact would have, <laughs> would have kids. <laughs> She's basically the librarian. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. Dude, I freaking, I think I, lo- I love that character. I really hope, uh, I know she can't return, but I wonder if we'll see more of her in the DLCs or anything like that. It'd be really cool. Um, but yeah, I really want to talk about, man, that Icon of Sin boss battle. That was great, dude. So yeah, you start off in this... Well, you're you're playing the mission, and it's like... I swear to God, it's one of the hardest missions I've ever played. The amount of shit this mission throws at you... Especially in ridiculous. the first like minute, you like jump over the other side, and that's it. <laughs> like, yeah, you there got, is no turning back. Dude, I'm telling you, so there was a challenge. I was playing that mission last night. There's a challenge for one of your guns. Or it's your rocket launcher, and you have to kill 60 demons um, with the flare. You shoot oh, it, and it's a flare, it. and you pull the you, trigger. You could do it. That's easy. The first half of that first fight, I finished that. The first half of the first fight, I didn't even see the tyrant come in yet, and I already Dude. killed 60 demons. Yeah, you really can do that. That's exactly what I did. I... I saw um, that thing for the rocket launcher. Like I said, I don't use the rocket launcher that often, but I was like, I want to perfect it, get a skin for it. Um, I'm starting to use it more. That makes you feel better. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, that would be really cool. So what I decided to do was I was like, okay, let's see if I can kill 60 demons. Yeah, I got to do that before the tyrant even came out. 
Yeah, dude, it's crazy. And, you know, later on, you jump in that building, you're fighting two tyrants at once, you're fighting several pinkies. I mean, several of every enemy in the game. Like, yeah. several of them at the same time. And if you shoot your B at both BFG ammo, you don't even kill everyone in the room because they're so powerful. I actually finished, I actually finished all challenges, all of the weapon challenges and all yep. of the weekly challenges. Yep. I just did that. I finished that last night. Dude, we're yeah. like the same person. I swear yeah, to God. Yeah, we, we basically are. We're usually around that same pace. I think we've done the same thing. Like, I only have two achievements left in the game to get, and those are in okay. battle mode. I, um, I haven't tried for any achievements, but I've just done stuff like I can do for like skins or whatever. So I've just done as much as I can in that sense. But I'm sure if I were to go for achievements, um, I'm sure they'd be done in like a week. Well, yeah, most of, I mean, most of the ones I just got on accident were from doing challenges. Um, yeah, that's game, exactly how it is. Just from getting unlocks. Like, that's what I love too. And oh my gosh, I, I love because I got, the, I just got the Phobo skin, just like you did. It's kind of like that gold skin. Yeah. Um, and it's so cool just uh, going through battling the, the icon of sin with that skin. You feel like an absolute king. Oh, I've got to do that now. I did it with the gold skin. Yeah, dude, you got to do it. Oh, I feel like, I felt like such a beast last night. Dude. Um, yeah, I, I got to. I, I love. Well, I, I like that you got that flaming head skin and then literally a couple hours later I got it. Yeah, like I seriously within know. hours. Yeah, I, I literally dude, just saw on Twitter and I was like, oh, you unlocked it, me too. Dude, it's it's crazy how much, like how good this game is that we're playing at like the same amount. Without without is, without talking to each other. We've just been playing. Without talking to each other, we're just yeah. doing it. Like I didn't even know you got the Phobos skin until earlier today, which is hilarious. That's really um, funny. But dude, that's so awesome. And that final boss, you know, you have the two two halves of it. The first one, he's got this super sick armor. You blow off the fucking armor oh, for the God. first bit. And he like, like the Doomslayer can take a fucking punch from this thing head on and only do like a little bit of damage. Uh, dude, I was like, this is awesome. Like, I was just like, this is so cool. And then when you just start blowing off of like the limbs and stuff like that, when you start <laughs> blowing off chunks of meat, that was the coolest thing ever. You blow off. Yeah. So you like by the end of the mission, this dude is just showing bone and muscle. One of his eyes is fucking ripped out. Um, and then you like jump onto his brain thing and just stab your sword in there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> dude, the crucible I mean, is the next energy sword. Bro, I want that in, in Halo. The crucible. That'd be fun. Dude, I would fucking love that. Yeah, because I went on, I was, I was uh, farming for an achievement. I can't remember what, what it was, or maybe it was a challenge. But I went through one of the missions. I think it was a uh, Necrogol, the second part, uh-huh. uh, Necrogol part two. And I would just go through with only the sword with infinite ammo, and I would just bah, just going through everything. And I was thinking, like, hey, this is how you do a Star Wars game: give you a lightsaber and just go through like nothing fucking matters. That would I feel be fun. Like I was being like the ultimate Jedi, dude. They should be. A, they should make a Star Wars game where it's like you have to walk on the path on, um, two sides, good and bad, and then like you can like choose the bad side if you want. You can choose the good side, or if you walk the fine line in the middle, you can be a gray Jedi. Oh my gosh, dude! Imagine if you go full dark side, you're basically just the Doom Slayer with the, <laughs> with the Crucible at that point. You're moving so fast with that. Start crucible. slaying younglings. Instant, just one shot in every. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the first step. <laughs> like that's like the first choice you make when you want to go dark side path. You just start killing younglings. That's not even the worst. <laughs> Master Slayer, they're trying to break through. What do we do? <laughs> <laughs> just picks up little Timmy, Timmy and throws him across the room. Splatters oh him into the wall to look like we jelly. Need, 
<laughs> we need a Doom Eternal mod for this. Oh like miniaturize God. the the demons and just give the Slayer. The- <laughs> did you <laughs> did you ever <laughs> did you ever see that Star Wars game where like you can like it's fairly I don't know which game it is but it's new and basically you can go into this battle mode and someone um did uh I think it was Obi Wan is like the little tiny guys as younglings, and they have Anakin <laughs> Skywalker, and he's fighting the small um, Obi Wan's. I started dying, dude. Yeah, that that's made me a, cry. Star Wars Battlefront Two. Oh my god, that was hilarious, dude. Can that we was get one of those for Doom ever. Eternal, please? Oh my oh god, my god, best moment in history. That is literally the greatest thing I've ever seen. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I think the 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 story over in Doom Eternal was just delightful. That's yeah. one, that's one word I could because I mean it had surprises it had everything I wanted from it plus more and the more is especially with the con maker and all of that stuff and uh, Sentinel Prime, um, I mean I really have no complaints about the game or the story I think the story is completely fine and I love that it builds upon not only 2016's lore but also the lore of the rest of the games. Yeah, dude. Like seriously, like I love all the lore that went into this. Yeah, dude. And if when you start reading the, uh, um, I don't know, the little pickups you get, the little lore pickups, dude, it is so interesting to to see what happens, um, and the, like some of the history beca- behind some of these characters. It is really cool. Oh yeah, very very interesting. I love when games just add a lot to it. Yeah, absolutely. So one last question here before we uh, kind of wrap up this episode. Um, what are some predictions you have for Doom 6? Or are, do you think we're getting a Doom 6 next? Or do you think the dead software is going to jump into something else, maybe like Quake or something? What are your thoughts? Um, obviously, I think Doom, uh, since this one waited for about four years, give or take, um, mm-hmm. then clearly they're going to give it some time uh, just so that way they can get some feedback, what they should do, what they shouldn't do. Honestly, like even if they kind of copied and pasted the game, I don't think I'd be very upset. Of course, you know, throw some new things into the game, then, you know, makes it more fun. Um, like the meat hook, for example, like yeah, awesome. Absolutely. Um, I think uh, what they should do for the meat hook is make it so you can grapple up to like different places. That would be kind of yeah, cool. Have- have like specific things like on walls that you can grapple onto as well. Like even like, you know, the hell on earth sections, you have like tentacles that are and like meat and stuff them. like that. I would love to like hook onto those and swing across like fucking Spider-Man. Dude, that'd be really cool. Um, but yeah, so basically I think it would be God, almost like you're battling between like heaven or hell or like you're going to like the deeper depths of hell. That would be cool. Yeah, I really want to see... Because the Dark Lord, we've heard both in 2016 and Doom Eternal. We actually heard his voice in Doom 2016. And then he was referenced several times in Eternal. So I really think he's going to be the final boss of this new trilogy of games. the Thanos. But I'm really interested because when you kill a con maker, there's a, there's like this no or something in the, in the sky when her little yeah. orb shoots out of her chest. So I'm like, did you just piss off like the god? of this universe are we gonna fight him like i'm so intrigued and i really hope that you know they don't make like they don't shift over to a different ip next game i really want them to finish up this trilogy first yeah um cause I, the only reason why i see this because i've seen some people saying that they kind of want to like how do you improve to doom eternal it's like literally perfect like how do you do that they you know and they're suggesting hey maybe make a quake instead and doomify quake um, I, th- I mean, I'd like to see that after Doom Six, 
I'm referring to the next was Doom Six. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Doom really Forever Doom first. Yeah. Do- oh my god, you fucker! Uh uh-uh. uh, how dare you? <laughs> you know what you're? Are you doing the same thing my dad does to me? Are you fucking with me with Doom Forever? Uh, no, I have no clue what's going on. Oh, <laughs> okay. So my dad will come through, and he's like, "Oh yeah, can't, I bet you can't wait for Doom Forever, huh?" <laughs> and the reason he says that is because Duke Nukem Forever was like a twelve oh, no. year wait. I remember. <laughs> And it's like the worst piece of shit game ever. So he's like, oh, yeah, I bet you can't wait for Doom Doom Forever. I'm like, you motherfucker, don't you dare. Don't you put that curse on me. <laughs> you uh, you can't. So TJ, like with this um thing that we're using, he has like a like a video camera so, he, so I can see what he's doing. So like his eyes went bulging and like he was going to come like kung fu kick me through the goddamn computer. And he can't even see my face because I don't have a, like a like a camera. So I'm just sitting here in just terror. Like, I thought you were literally like, fuck. I was like, bro, you're so evil. Like, then they, we don't they talk about Duke Nukem forever, but now I want to just so I get the point across of how much I hate that game. So it sounds like we're going to be doing a, a playthrough for Normal Core then. <laughs> no! Don't do that to me. Yes. Don't do that to me. Do that. Please, uh, please Dude, tweet that. Ask Normal Hashtag Ask Normal Core. <laughs> I saw, so it's so sad because you know my my dad's a huge Duke Nukem fan, right? So I'm on this computer. This is his old computer that uh-huh. he until we got the new one. Um, I'm look and I looked and I saw this Duke Nukem Forever on his team. And you know the last time that he played it was back in 2011. Oh my god, like October 2011. I was like, oh, this is so sad. <laughs> Bro, like honestly, they should just remake, like just pretend that game never happened and just redo it. I know, dude. I can't believe they, they let Duke Nukem die. They're letting him die, and it's not okay. Fuck Gearbox. Sorry. Rip, Anyways. Rip, 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 rip. <laughs> Give it to id Software, you fucking cowards. Dude, id, id Software knows exactly what the hell they're doing. They mix the old with the with the new perfectly. Old with the new. Give him the id. Give him the respawn. Get it away from Gearbox. I don't care. <laughs> see, like, see, something. this is this is id this is id software for Doom. What they did was they added like an old recipe, but added some sweetener to it. Basically, what they did with uh, Duke Nukem Forever, from what you're putting down, is they basically just instead of putting in sweetener, they put in rotten milk. Basically, yeah, it's like the game feels so dated, like it was made for 2001 with you know shitty, muddy graphics and. Jokes that just aren't funny. There's even an, a joke about Halo. They actually have a Halo suit in there. It's like the very beginning of the game. And they go through and he opens up the back of the... Or one of the Marines or whatever opens up the back of the cab or something. It's got Master Chief's armor in there. Like literally Master... Like I don't even know if that's legal. If they could put that in there or not. Like I don't know. What the hell um, really? But it's literally Halo 2 Master Chief armor. And he's like... And the guy's like, we got your power armor here, sir. And he's like... Power arbors for pussies. My dad thinks it's so funny, but like when it came out for me, I was like, fuck Duke Nukem, dude. Uh-uh. Dude, fuck this guy, dude. <laughs> I was like, who do you think you are? You insult master. Oh, okay. <laughs> dude, Chief will come through, beat your ass so fast that by the time you're on the ground, he's gone. Damn right. Yeah, it, and it's really funny that he, <laughs> the character says that and his game is a piece of shit. So, lol, like, don't don't dis- disrespect one of the the higher arcs of games. It's called karma. <laughs> was the karma instant? No, it was slow and painful. Yeah, so I, I remember. Think, uh, I, I so my friend had it. I played a little bit of it, but it was definitely not the greatest. So, so bad, uh, yeah, they definitely deserve it. 
Yeah, I don't know how I got on the topic of Duke Nukem, but I'm thinking we might have to do a rant topic in the next couple weeks. <laughs> I've got okay. a lot to say. I've got a lot to say. We'll do it. I'm down. I want to. My favorite thing is to hear you rant about things because you don't get mad often. So when I get to see you mad, I'm like, I'm glad it's not at me. But I, I guess it's the same for my girlfriend. I like it when you're mad, but not at me. <laughs> I think that's the same for most people. Like, yeah, yeah. You get to see them at their angry. Gosh, dude, like, I can go do that. But yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, I might replay it. I might install it and replay it just to see see how far I get. First of all. And see just how bad it is because they are just some bad. It is bad. I really, um, really just want to have us play through it and just like have us suffer, and then people can just laugh at us in, in the videos. Let us know if you want to see that in hashtag Ask Noblecore. <laughs> yeah, let us know that. But should we do a should we do a question? Yes, like a, we do a question every time. We've got to. Do, yeah, let's do it. Do you got one, or do you want me to try to figure out one? <laughs> you know, since we're talking about Doom Eternal spoilers um, this week. I really, you know, I think we should ask the question is, what is your favorite plot element for Doom Eternal? That's a good one. I think. Yeah. Yeah. What is your favorite spoiler if Doom, I, I've got a feeling most of them is going to say that it's the Doom guy, but still, I just want to know because yeah. a lot of people aren't, still aren't talking about it on Twitter. They, you know, because I, I feel like this would be a good time to talk about it. So yeah, let's do that. What's your favorite plot element from Doom Eternal? And if you haven't played Doom spoiler. Eternal... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't played Doom Eternal, what is your favorite plot element of Doom 2016 or another one of your favorite uh, Doom games? Uh, let us know. Hashtag Ask Noblecore. And uh, we'll answer that next week. And please, please, please share amongst your friends. We love doing these. We have so much fun. We want to just throw out a lot more. Please help us throw it out. We'd really appreciate it. Yeah, we really appreciate the guys who listen every week, especially. Oh, uh, yeah. Mr. No Life and Tech Hardy, you guys are you veterans. Goat. You awesome. <laughs> really appreciate your support. And yeah, share with your friends if you can. Um, but yeah, is there anything else that we should add today, John? Uh, no, I think that would do it, Grunt. All right. Well, hey, thanks again for listening. This has been the Noble Core Podcast. We'll see you next week with some more awesome topics. Yeah, take it easy, guys. Have a good one. 